0: is rising on an emerging generation of kings let's go to the book of John chapter 6 John chapter 6 and we're going to pick it for time's sake we already read some portions of it last week So for time's sake, I'll just read a couple of verses. Verse 35 says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means... Cast out. Let's go all the way to verse 46. Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. Verse 48, what does it say? I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread. Verse 48 says, I am the bread of life. Verse 51 says, I am the living bread. Observe the distinction. I am the bread of life. I am the living bread. I give life, but I also live life in whatever... Chamber, Whatever space I mean. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Father, we thank you for the wo- life of the world. Father, we thank you because your word is life to us. We receive illumination, understanding, comprehension, and the ability to walk out the truths of your word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let your amen sound stronger. We established certain things last week when we began to talk about food and the importance of food. We spoke about the fact that God gave us food. The Bible makes it very clear in Genesis chapter 1 that God gave man food of every fruit of the garden. Of course, as we begin to progress, we see that God actually now included animals in that in that debate after the flood. And then we actually even see uh, a vision in John chapter 10, rather in Acts chapter 10, when Peter has an apparition and he sees a basket. He sees a, a blanket with all kinds of animals was from heaven and God said arise and eat and Peter said Lord I've never eaten anything that's unclean all my life and God is saying to Peter are you trying to teach me about my record keeping I know that but you're going to arise and eat this now because you will not call unclean what the Lord has made clean so food is God's idea but everything that God comes up with or creates the enemy is always looking for a way to contaminate it so God doesn't want us to be controlled by food. He wants us to control our feeding. Look at somebody. Tell them, don't be controlled by food. Some of you looked, you didn't say nothing. Some of you said something, you didn't look. Don't be shy. Come on, let it out. Look at somebody with a smile and say, don't be controlled by food. Look at somebody say, don't say, don't be fff. You remember fff, friends for food, friends for food. F F F O. That's the degree some people have. Friends for food only. Don't be like that. Don't be an abalone jeku. That's Greek for them. <laughs> That's Yoruba for don't be a, a food addict. Don't be somebody who's controlled by food. The Bible says that all things are lawful but not all things are beneficial. In other words, I don't have to be moved by all of my appetites. I must learn how to tame my appetites. My name does not have to be Tamey for me to tame some things. Just, just got it. Sounds like, wow, word, word. That's deep. So I love this church. Wow. I can preach for anything. Yeah? So you don't have to be controlled by that. Now... What does that also lead to? It moves beyond us just seeing ourselves as physical beings. Why? Because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God so what is that man is talking about it's talking about the sum total of man, the entire construct of man, man is a spirit, has a soul, lives in a body people would argue that man is both spirit and soul, that he is soul in his individuality, he is spirit in his spirituality, in his divinity, in his divine identity anyhow you want it, there are three parts spirit, soul and body that means that each of these things or components are sustained or is sustained by a different kind of food Mm -hmm. by a different kind of food Jesus is saying if man is eating just bread natural bread that is baked in the oven he is not living completely that means no matter how intelligent you are without the Holy Spirit you are not completing your intelligence No matter how beautiful you think you are without the Holy Spirit, you are not as fine as you can be. There is something about the glory of God. Have you noticed that when you're really spiritual, you begin to have a certain glow that food cannot give you. You're not wearing makeup because there is something on you. Come on somebody. I'm not saying there's something wrong with makeup. Don't get it twisted. But I'm saying that there is a kind of glow that comes upon you when you're in the state of spirituality. Have you experienced that before? That the anointing makes people more handsome, more beautiful than the actually are normally come on somebody look at somebody tell that person the oil of God is making me fine you remember that some <laughs> people they ask me say waiting they make me I just they tell them say that Jesus they make me are... 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 The people on this side are either shy, didn't go to Sunday school, or they are (laughs) foaming. They're mature. (laughs) Well, I don't want to be more mature than the kingdom of God. The Bible says the kingdom belongs to those who are like children. David danced his way into God's heart. (laughs) But Saul with his armor, Somebody give God praise on this side. So if you're living just by food, you're not living fully. And so there is another kind of food, which is the word of God. And that's the food for the spirit. So the food for the body is natural food. Somebody say natural food. The food for the soul is mental food. Mental food. The food for the spirit is spiritual food or revelation. So revelation is to the spirit what information is to the mind what food is to the body. Revelation, let's say that together. Revelation is to the spirit what information is to the mind what food is to the body. So the same way I'm fed by the natural food my mind needs the right information my spirit needs the right revelation so it's possible to be nourished physically and be malnourished spiritually look at somebody beside you You say how lekmasious is your spirit (laughs) so my spirit can never be lekmasious I reject every spirit of lekmasin There has to be food for the different components of your being, of your life. So God has food for champions. He has food. And why is food so important? Let me see if I can give you three to five major points. My wife said I'll add two extra, but I don't think I'll do that today. Number one is that food gives strength. Food gives natural strength. Natural food. Similarly, God's word gives me strength. No matter how intelligent you are naturally, if you don't eat for a protracted season, what happens? You begin, you begin to feel weak and tired. You begin to feel like something is, have you ever been so hungry you thought you were fainting? Oh, I've got a witness here. Were you unintelligent? Were you distracted? After you became hungry. Yeah, after you became hungry. Similarly, you can have a lot of spiritual intelligence, but lack the spiritual stamina to execute that intelligence. God can give you floods of divine insight. Some of you you have books that are loaded with ideas that can change the world. Oh, come on talk to me now. I know I have certain books with different ideas. As in how many of you how many raise your hand if you're like those of us ideas are not our problem. Like as you're waking up. But it's not enough to have revelation you need strength to carry it how do I know the word of the Lord is weighty how do I know the oldest Testament prophets will say the burden of the word of the Lord so when God really reveals something to you it comes with a burden are you getting this now when there's a prophecy or a promise over your life it feels like you're carrying something have you noticed that when you pour out that blood in the place of prayer after praying sometimes for one hour or two hours you are tired you feel hungry after most intense prayer meetings isn't it so but the funny thing is sometimes in the video you're feeling sleepy the moment they say in Jesus name we have prayed your eyes will pop so the burden of the word of the lord you can be smart and stressed you can be wise and weak you can be intelligent and inadequately resourced so God says it's not just the flash of inspiration you need you need a regular diet of my word to give you strength to be able to carry that intelligence through the different systems and stages of execution until you come to that place somebody say I need food Psalm 119 verse 28 says my soul melts from heaviness strengthen me according to your word my soul soul. soul. Melts. It is dissipating. The forces are not coming together. The ideas are disintegrating. The different elements and plans are loosely connected. To melt means to lose structure. To lose solidity. To lose a form where you can grip it. Where you can grasp it. And it begins to fall everywhere. So your soul can melt. Your ideas can be scattered. Your internal environment can be disjointed. So the psalmist said Lord strengthen me. According to your word. In other words when my mind he stayed on the word of God and when I'm strengthened by the word of God what was melting may still be melted but guess what it's in a container it's in a container if something melts without a container it falls apart and it wastes but when there is a parameter for it it's in a container you can put it back in the freezer or put it back anywhere you want it for it to take form again somebody whose soul has been scattered is receiving strength this morning that amen needs to receive strength by itself Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 it says the joy of the Lord is my strength. My strength. Job 23 verse 12 he says I have not departed from the commandments of his lips. I have treasured his word more than my necessary food. I have treasured his word more than my necessary food. Why? Because I need strength. Job was going through a hard time, a trying period, a difficult moment. What gave him strength? Tell me, what gave him strength? The word of God. The word of God. The word of God gives me strength. Whenever you're feeling weak in your soul, check your diet. For those who are taking notes, write this down. Diet determines destiny. Diet determines destiny. Destiny. Check your diet. If you're feeling weak, feeling emotionally downtrodden, stressed, your mind is scattered, you can't concentrate, focus, and you've eaten natural food, you've slept, but things you slept 100 hours. It is sometimes people are sleeping because they are tired. Then they wake up to gain more strength to sleep again. Sleep. The word of God gives me strength, just like natural food gives me strength. Number two, food. Let me still read another verse. Many of you know this one, Psalm forty-six, 1 to 2. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. You know that one of the good things about eating food, still on the number one on the strength. One of the good things about eating food is that the food you eat goes with you. Let me see that the food you eat goes with you. The food you eat grows with you. The food you eat is in you. Nobody can eat food for you. Oh, come on. So you can't grow on somebody else's revelation except it becomes your revelation. I pray for somebody. Your life will no longer be regulated by third-party information. said that's why it's more important to have a daily dose of God's word than to have a one-time encounter because a one-time encounter is oftentimes atmospheric if it does not distill or translate into internal consumption you're gonna have that encounter and you're gonna need another encounter you're gonna become a spiritual junkie always trying to sniff the cork of the spirit but when you're eating daily and you're consuming doses of divine food the energy of God leaves on the inside of you let me tell you something if you eat in a dining room and you move into the bedroom the food is no longer in the dining room now with you in the bedroom in other words wherever you go that strength is going to be there that's why a believer can thrive in a dry place because he carries his own nutrition into the dry place let me preach a little bit I've been teaching I'm saying that a believer can regulate his own environment because he taps into a secret source of supply he said that a man who puts his trust in man walk to that man because he will be like a tree or a shrub in the desert and that that man will not be able to bring forth fruit but the man who trusts the Lord is going to be like a tree planted by rivers of living water in other words he's got a secret stream of supply I prefer sigh over somebody that no matter how hard the economy becomes no matter how stressed the environment is you're going to maintain a secret source of supply that is going to give you energy in the midst of pain energy in the midst of crisis energy in the midst of depravity in the name of jesus somebody high five yourself and say i have strength by the word of god Oh, some of you didn't slap yourself hot enough. High five yourself and call your name. Oh, yes, I am. Strong strengthened by the word of God. I am strengthened by the word of God. How did Moses survive at the peaks of mountains for 40 days and 40 nights? He was not even eating physical physical food, but the presence of God became his bread. The glory of God became his food. Somebody is going to experience strength by the presence of God, by the glory of God, by the manifestation of his essence. If it's not, you keep your mouth quiet but if it's too shoddy yeah 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 yes hallelujah hallelujah strength how does the strength come? by eating feeding on the word feeding on the word it is the food for your spirit man you know when you haven't eaten at some point you're not as sharp as you used to be. So they ask you two plus two. You repeat the question of two plus two. Then I'll put complex quotes. Two plus two raised to power five brackets. I X J plus ten raised to power divided by life's equations are not as simple as two plus two. They're complicated. And when you don't eat the food for your spirit, man, your discernment is at an all-time low. So you will treat your enemies like your friends and your friends like your enemies because your mind is not sharp enough to discern the difference. Strength for your mind. You invest in MMM. And you say, yes, I have a witness in my spirit. Which spirit? Did I say invest? You put your money. There's a difference between in investing and putting your money. You even start forming words MMM, Moses, Malachi, and Micah. MMM, multi layered miracle. MMM, Mumu money When you eat the bread from heaven, you will look at the person who is smiling at you and you will know that they don't wish you well your discernment is can you imagine how many heartbreaks you could have prevented if you were eaten right how much land you would truly have now not in your mind real land if you had heard when God said as you were reading the Bible go down not to Egypt in a morning devotion you'd be like God wants Egypt those who say it's not Egypt it's about the land you want to buy don't buy it God what's up John 3 16 y'all For God so loved the world I'm the world Come on people That's fast food devotional Junk food And junk food diseases the mind After a while Because of the oil And the sugar Matthew 13 says These people Their hearts are waxed Gross, pakuno. In other words, saturated with fat. It means that their hearts are now insensitive and their hearts have to overwork to pump the blood they need for regular living. So, spiritually, when your heart waxes gross, you are insensitive to what the Lord is saying. The Lord is saying, Husband man, Husband man, Husband man. You're hearing Husband, Husband, Husband. You hear President. He said, I'll be President of. <laughs> of the world. God was saying you'd be president of your estate association but you didn't finish listening look at somebody say chop well look at somebody say sit with the food you know when you're eating the amola, you know amola the one where the amola is floating, it reminds you of geography, mountains around oceans and Hills and valleys, contours, and high places. What do you do? You sit down with it and you engage it. To really enjoy it, you don't use cutlery for that kind. You touch it. Somebody say, Oh, go no, fairly fairly, fell it, You touch it. As it's burning you, you are still eating it. Let the word of God burn you. But still eat it. Still stay with it. Still imbibe it. Stain your hands with the aurora of revelation. High five. Somebody says stay with the word. We need a generation that will love the word more than fries and chips and burgers and meat pie. I need some Holy Ghost pie. I need some revelation sausage. I need some wisdom roll. I need need some juice of Jesus. I need some water of wisdom. I need something that can touch my soul. That's what Jesus meant. Jesus said I'm the bread of life. Don't just take pictures with me. It's me. The celebrity who appears in the picture with you is not the one that changes your life. It's the wisdom and the connection you have by virtue of that revelation, of that celebrity that changes your life. So there are people who know people but they never post their pictures online. It's not about the pictures you post online. It's about the pictures you're holding on the inside of your heart so you can quote scriptures and not know the word the word is a person he wants to be eaten you remember the lamb in old Egypt lamb when it said burn the lamb you know what Jesus said You what, know what Moses said God told Moses tell them to eat the lamb tell them to eat it said, with bitter spices but eat it so some aspects of revelation may not be the sweetest but eat it because there is something called bitters in modern science and bitters have a way of purging your system sometimes your system is filled with pride and arrogance and self and shame and poverty and God gives you his own to purge you, ayaba to flush it out. Look at somebody say it's better than alomo. Tell somebody it's better than ruzu. Tell them this is the original, not origin. This is the original in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and by the word were all things made and nothing was made that was made without the word the word is not just food it's also a cleansing agent strength is this? number two God's word increases my resistance to disease food Increases my resistance to diseases. They say that one of the reasons there's a lot of uh, sicknesses and ailments in Africa is because people are not properly nourished. So a lot of people are malnourished, and you remember things like I think scurvy, things like black, partial blindness, kwashiorkor. You know kwashiorkor, that the head is so massive, and the stomach gives an illusion of fullness. So the fact that your apparatus is prominent does not mean your infrastructure is healthy. So it looks big. In Africa, we say that's the sign of good living. I, it's not even working like I don't even have any. It's tough for me to gain weight. B said the other day that somebody Posted a comment on one of my Instagram things and said, I passed down. you haven't changed. You look like you looked when you were in Unilag. And my reply was this: fasting works. (laughs) Maybe not for everybody, but you could try it out. If you fast long enough, you're gonna drop a a size or two. But don't become so thin that we can't see you behind the mic. (laughs) Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, like hiding behind, hiding behind so narrow and then like if the whole music team become like that the Holy Spirit is here we can't see anybody but check out the harmonies that song of angels so look at this disease the head looks big but not everybody who has a big head has a sound mind Have you ever met somebody? Yeah? While everybody's going forward, he was going headward. Or you were speaking with this person, talking, talking, talking. The person would rather was speaking, speaking, speaking. but, But there was no mental nourishment. Because it's not the volume of what you say, but the quality of what you transmit. Because if you harvest corn and all you're eating are the sheaves, you know the sheaves of corn? That's the part. some of you have never seen it because you know you just eat the cob. Corn, let me just educate people. Corn doesn't come out naturally like that. See, Busai didn't know. You see, you see, Things that do. Busai, you didn't know, right? But didn't know that. And it's not just her. So the fuel corn just comes out with the you know the things I eat. No it's hidden yeah some of you have never been outside of Lagos like are you serious (laughs) it's hidden in something and then you pull it out most foods come hidden in something I wish I could talk most foods come hidden in something so the Agbalumon God bless God for Agbalumor. If you've ever eaten the right agbalumo you will give God praise, like from your spirit. Anybody ever eaten fried fish and said, God bless this fish? And so, oh, the fish is dead. God bless its survivors. But the Agbalumor, the real stuff is where? On the the orange, where's the real stuff? Maize, where's the real stuff? Jesus. Coconut, where's the real stuff? Jesus. The real stuff of God's word is inside. Jesus said, You search the scriptures, John 7:36 to 7 to 37. It said, Because you think that in the scriptures you have life, but the scriptures are the casing. For the word, the word is inside. The word is not letter. The word is spirit some of us when we buy our spiritual we are licking the back and we throw the ball away God says tear the covers remove the sheaves and suck the juice on the inside of it that's why Jesus said the words that I speak to you they are spirit and life the things printed on your bible that's not the word how do I know in the beginning was the and in the beginning there was no printing technology. Uh, somebody missed that. Can I say it again? If in the beginning there was word, but there was no printer, no typewriter, no computer, no iPad, that means the word is not what is written. The word is a person, in him was life, and the life was the light of man, and the light still shines in darkness and that means if you have a Bible, see your Bible as the plate for the food. Yeah. Does anybody go to the restaurant and say, Eat in the plate? Did you do that? High five, somebody, and tell all that person, Eat the word. Yeah. Look at somebody say, Eat the word. It increases my defense against diseases oh I feel like working that a bit squeeze the ju- juice juice Pastor D is like oh my god what's going on here Pastor D when did you become like this I got to reach the people I'm sent to Pastor D look at somebody that says squeeze the juice squeeze it let me ask you how many of you had parents who would tell you so my dad was very interested, he's very interesting and whenever he wanted me to do stuff he would be like ah what about me for I want socks here." it's not a lot just like 15 pairs and I have bunched the pairs together my mom's own was worse see my dad I am you I relax but I to feel I want show <laughs> you, you really, you really need to understand. You're about to, yeah. I get DJ. Let me tell you what that means. It means that when you want to catch your breath, chill out, just help me use your hands to rub those clothes <laughs> during your leisure time. She actually meant scrub you too. But after washing, whether pairs of socks or whatever it was. Now, the one I really, really hated was ironing Agbada. I think you, you've got like this narrow table. Narrow table. The Agbada is white, so it shouldn't talk, touch the floor. So you now have to... And we didn't have Google then, so we couldn't type in how to iron Agbada the size of a carpet. Couldn't do that. Anyway, after washing, I will squeeze it, and i will be like, it's all done. And then my dad and my mom will come and they will come and still squeeze more out of the same clothes. Have you wondered why two preachers can preach and one person can squeeze more out of the texts? Same text, different Jews. Or when you're doing your orange juice, your local lemonade. Anybody ever do that? Lime, lemon, and love that. Somebody comes and applies more pressure. Please pressure on the word. Don't be quick to say, I'm not good at memorizing. Become good at it. Hide the word. The word, when you eat food, it prevents diseases. Similarly, the word of God prevents diseases in your life. Not just natural diseases, but also spiritual diseases. Some of us have the disease of laziness. What's disease? Disease, something that disconnects from ease, something that disconnects you from your usual quality of life, from the modus operandi of your life, from the way you are wired to work. Laziness is not in God's DNA. Now, disease is anything that is not in your DNA, but place, or finds a place in you and then affects your outward result or your outcome. Laziness is a disease. Eyes that will not stay anywhere. it's a disease but here's what the words of psalm 119 from verse 9 how can a young man keep his way clean by taking heed according to your word and it says your word have i hidden where in my heart that i may not so the word of god boosts my spiritual antibodies have you noticed when you're not reading your bible Temptation will come. It's not even your own temptation, but you're falling for it. And like temptation was just, walk well, pass? Let, let me demonstrate it. Feed out your temptation. You, 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 you come. Yeah? Ogo. Uh, sorry, Okay. Here you are. It is my temptation, but you will catch it. Temptation <laughs> will come. Is that you catch? Is that how temptation catches you? You're very spiritual, (laughs) but that's what happens sometimes spiritually. It's not even supposed to be yours. But when temptation is not doing, you are doing temptation because you've not stayed in the Word. You've not stayed in the word. So your, your mind is everywhere. You're, you're trying to prove a point. You're trying to feel alive. You're trying to be relevant. And the only place it can be relevant is... Look at somebody say, hide the word. Thank you guys. Proverbs 4 from verse 18. It says, it says, but the path of the just... I want to teach this. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines brighter ever brighter unto the perfect day. Now, we know that, right? And a lot of people just quote that. The path of the just is like a what? Shining light that shines. But watch what it says. It says the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them. I don't know why. But look at what it said. My son, give... I uh, what? I uh, what? Listen. My son, give what? A ten- uh, uh, fist bump. Attention. Please, let me just mention something that will change your life as a change man about three, four years ago. It is not the time you spend in the Word but the attention you give to the word because you can spend one hour reading one line but you can't see anything so I prayed for nine hours today but you were browsing on snapchat for eight hours picking your nose for 15 minutes abusing people while you're praying remaining 10 minutes so in heaven is <laughs> <it's> new <laughs> let me, you say? It's not the time you spend behind the camera. I, somebody I went to an event, and I was about taking some you know those people that are very nice and loving volunteers, they, they, they have a volunteer and spirit said, ah, Pastor, let me help you take your picture." I said, "Oh, you know what? I'm up about my pictures?" That's been nice." I said, "No, no problem, no problem." going all the way thank you thank you thank you (laughs) so proverb says he does not say give time it says give what have you ever had a conversation with somebody for 10 minutes but they were distracted for nine minutes? Some of us, we need to start reading our Bibles from the physical Bible because there's no notification that will pop up to interrupt your reading. I can tell you how many times I've been reading my Bible, it takes a whole lot of discipline for a notification to pop up, and sometimes you actually click it by accident. Because you're trying to scroll and once psh, pop up, boom, Instagram land. Oh, P-dams, thank you so much. This post just healed my life. Ego. I you to, so let me read some more feedback. DM, DM, DM. <sighs> no, not me. I don't do two hours. I type myself. Right? But he says, give attention. He says, do what? give attention to my word words incline your ear to my sayings so incline means to move in the direction of why because you hear different things and your life will move in the direction of what you hear and how you hear. Jesus said, Be careful how you hear. So God says, intentionally make efforts to move. How? If you're gonna move your ear, if Fidel is there, feet all stand. If Fidel is there, and I want to incline my ear to his word. If I'm standing here, feet he all speak in such a way that I will hear. Shout it louder. Tell me something. <laughs> I wish you the same. <laughs> I'm about this this is going to bless somebody. Now, he said something to me that everybody could hear, right? Yes. When you want to say something I cannot hear, start speaking. Just be speaking. I can't hear. I can't hear. I can't hear. When I'm far from God and I hear God, what I hear is general information. But when I incline my ear, I can hear the secrets of God. I can hear things that nations will not know for another 10 years, another 20 years. I can hear the whispers of God. If all you're hearing is the loud, resounding shout, that's the retweets. That's the repost. That's the mass broadcast. But if you want to know the heart of God, you've got to incline oh somebody didn't get that one some of you all you have about your life is general information general thoughts general idea but the closer you get to God the closer the gap between you and God becomes speak to me speak speak in my ears the more the more the more and guess what do you see what's happening when I was over there when I was over there and all of you could hear some of you were looking at me some of you were looking at him some of you were looking at the other place you were distracted but when I give God attention my world will give me attention when I give God attention all eyes will be on me not because of me but because there is God in me Oh, my when I incline my ear to God I become a worthwhile mouthpiece for God and my generation high-five somebody and tell that person incline your ear some of you didn't say say loud I incline incline your ears high five somebody two more times and tell that person incline some of you will begin to hear things could it be possible that the times we said God how did it happen I didn't know that God actually said but we didn't hear who did the puzzle. We're too far. Play, you know, we don't do Tetris anymore. And skipping Tetris, Warship, Candy Crush. What do we play now? Subway, Sim City. What do you play? War Z, World of Wars, Z World. Yeah, Z World. Z, z, z. So, when you hide, it's that incline, it's not a pill. How many of you did this? You did this when you were a child. You did it when you were a child. You were ill, but you didn't want to tell your parents because you knew that if they knew, they were going to give you a job. You go to the hospital to administer some medicine or melacine. <laughs> the queen, the, the queen that uh, you said you wanted to be a queen, but they're giving you another kind of queen queen in, the queen in, and all of that stuff. Now, some of you, be honest, be honest you hated the taste of peels you hated it, you still hate it the smell, not see it what do you do, or what did you used to do what some of you would do is that you would put the chloroquine inside ebba. some people were not skilled at it they would put it inside amala, that was sticky then to go and stick at the back of your throat bring me the mop but what some of us would do you will be around the table can I get a peel, a peel anybody would appeal mentors, thank you very much so I can mentor you properly No, no. Mentors are too nice for what I want to do. Yeah. Here's what some folks will do. Everybody's here looking at that. They'll drink the water and go, they will throw the peel away. It's not the peel you hold that changes your health, it's the pill you swallow when God gives you a don't pass it to your neighbor some of y'all will go how I wish my boyfriend heard that I wish I wish I am the kind of man that loves all women some of you some of you have not seen that video clip not me oh. I'm quoting a legendary somebody Oh, all right, if you want to know what I just said, what it meant, ask Kenneth so uh, be. See, <laughs> so you've got to swallow the peel. Look at someone says, swallow the peel. You don't throw it away just because it's not your favorite color. Some of the greatest revelations that will come out of your life may not be from the people you expect, may not be at certain seasons in your life. Now, here's what it says. It says, do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who do what? Who find them. Hey, look at that. Did you see it? They are life to those who Wow. What does the word say? Ask and it shall be. Seek and it shall. That means the approach you must have when it comes to the word is a seeking because they are not life for everybody they are life to those who find how many of you know that sometimes finding stuff can take time and when you're finding what do you try to do you look everywhere you think so you don't approach the word without your thoughts you think then you look everywhere you don't think come on somebody misplacing something maybe like if, maybe an AC gets missing as we're here now in this room this AC just gets phew. do you know we're going to check everywhere we're going to check under the drums we're going to check the, the ceiling maybe there's been a rapture of ACs then very soon stop looking at people's eyes they have swallowed how do you maximize the word of God check everywhere you think what do you think the word is saying then go beyond your, your thoughts and find what you have not thought about before. Now, when I say find, whatever you're discovering as revelation must agree with the pretext and the posttext and the entire counsel of God's word. So don't go and bring revelation out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you come and say, my wife's name is Eve. I name her Eve because she's the only woman for... me." <laughs> <laughs> That keep them with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Number three, food restores health. I'll just mention this. No, preach. Food restores health. Proverbs 3 5 to 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge Him, shall direct your part. Not be wise in your eyes. The sick, the word. It is health to your bones, healing to your flesh. That's what it says. Psalm 107, 17 to 20. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Their soul had all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. He saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them. The original says, it does not say heal them. He said the word became their healing. Another one says that the word was the medicine. The word was the medicine delivered from all their destructions. Number four, and this is the last one I'll give. Food improves your mood. Come on, somebody. Ah, somebody say my mood can be impacted by food that is good. <laughs> is it understood? Jeremiah 15, verse 6 Your words were again found. That means there's a seeking dimension to the word. And I ate them, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. Somebody say, amen. Amen. So in our text, Elijah is running and he gets tired and he sleeps off. The Bible says that he places his head on the stone and he's sleeping. Some of us, we've been running just on human energy. Damal is going to say, running on human energy, running, Alfreda, on natural food. And let me tell you something, if your life and your destiny is being fueled, financed, run by only material resources, you will run out of energy what do you do when you run out of energy the same thing your battery does when run out of power it begins to hibernate Elijah began to sleep some of us our potential has gone into hibernation because we've run out of spiritual energy so you could sing before but now your singing skills are hibernating you could lay hands on the sick and see them recover but now all you can do is to think about yourself you could walk around and design blueprints and structures and systems but now you are sleeping look at somebody tell the person wake up, wake up, wake up I wanted to say louder. I'm going to close in a few minutes so I need all the energy in the house look at somebody saying wake up, wake up, wake up Elijah was there sleeping I'm grateful to God that when you are a person of destiny God knows how to send angels your way the angel knows where you are some of the angels are human beings that God was sent to wake you up and do you know the deeper the sleep the harder the tap that's why you don't want to sleep so that you won't be tapped and slapped too hard anytime you're feeling some slap and some tap that is unfriendly it's because you were slipping too hard and so you needed some you needed some hard slap some hard tap you needed something that was lack unfriendly but it's not because they hate you that they are trying to wake you up it's because they love you and they don't want to slip off your destiny somebody's dreams are coming out of hibernation somebody's power is rising again look at somebody say wake up not somebody say oh, wake up The Bible says that the angel said to Elijah, Where's my sound? He said to Elijah, It's not enough to be awake, it's important to arise. Some of us are not asleep, but we're lying down. We've had it, we are tired. God, you suppose no now? God, I'm tired. We're lying down. You are awake, but you're not in position. Awake, but not in posture. Awake but your schedule is out of order you are awake but the things are not aligned because if you lie down you cannot eat well if you lie down eating you might get choked you might choke on what was designed to empower you so look at somebody say "Arise." the way you were never designed just to lie down Isaiah 60 says arise arise For your light has come And the glory of God Is risen upon you High five somebody Say arise High five somebody will say arise And the angel said arise Now what many of us do When the angel comes Is that we're so happy to see the angel So we keep talking to the angel We keep moving around the angel We keep engaging the angel It's important to be polite it's important and necessary to be honorable but whenever relationships come into your life don't just think about their personality think about what god gave them for you oh yes that's why some people you call friend are actually business partner some people you call business partner are actually mentor some people you call mentor are accountability partners some people you call accountability partners are supposed to rebuke you so hard that your brain will be reset into the divine order don't be friends with somebody who is more than a friend rather don't just be friends with somebody who's supposed to be more than a friend so the angel does not say let's take a selfie a selfie can feed your ego the bread will feed your life I wish I could talk to somebody a picture will make you look good the food will make you good a picture may last for a while the food will last for 40 days a picture may be interested for the part of your journey but. The The food will take you on the long haul. Somebody shout arise. Look at your neighbor say arise and eat. Stop looking at the food. Eat. Stop analyzing the food. Well it looks like uh, this preacher is quite a good preacher. I love his homiletics, his exegesis. I love his immunetics. I love his concordance, syntax, lexicon, alignment. I love his understanding of history. Stop analyzing the food eat the food some of you all when you get the food you're looking at the back of the carton 20 grams of calcium and 2 grams of astatine and 1 gram of carbohydrate come on can you eat the food your system will do the analysis Oh when God gives you a word don't dance around it alone You can dance around it but eat it he can it but eat it, you can move around it. But eat it, look for three people, tell them, Arise and eat. Look at somebody say, I Arise and eat angel came the first time remain standing I'm almost done the angel came the first time and Elijah arose and ate but the angel came the second time the first food is for your well being the first food is for your upkeep there was no discussion of a journey at the first meal no destiny discussion no ministry discussion the first layer of spiritual feeding is for you to grow Is for you to be healthy, is for you to be whole, is for you to be well being or to have well being. But the second time, he says, Eat now, for the journey is great. The first layer of feeding is personal sustenance, the second layer is destiny activation, is destiny fulfillment. He said, I rise and eat, for the journey is too far, and I see too many people in our generation who have not eaten for themselves but they want to feed other people. They've not eaten well enough but they want to go on a journey of destiny. You better eat your own food first and align with the prophecy he said, the journey is great. In other words you can't do it on one meal. You can't do it on one course. You've got to arise but I bless the Lord that Elijah did and he ran for 40 years. Somebody want your eating right now sorry for days what you're eating right now will feed you for 40 years will lead you to places you've never been before if you believe it, raise your hands and begin to pray and say feed me lord what Food of champions, Jesus said, I'm the bread of life, I'm the one who feeds, I'm the one who empowers, I'm the one who restores, I'm the one who equips, I'm the one who equips, I'm the one who resources, I'm the one who immunizes, I'm the one. Can I get somebody to pray? And the moments that we have left, somebody pray. In this world, they resound. We got so Oh, let the nation worlds impart. Feed me, Lord. I don't just want to be around the angel, I want to eat the food he came with. I don't want to be the greatest nutritional scientist or analyst the greatest word assessor the greatest word analyst who understands the nuances of modern preaching who understands the details of modern preaching and exegesis who knows the name of every preacher who reads Matthew Henry and the sermons of Spurgeon and EW Pink I want to know the word I want to know the word some of you you've eaten the first meal and you're full but you need the second meal of destiny you need the second meal you need the energy ball of divine wisdom on the inside of you And the yes Roberto Bodia Brana Jasivo Dobic Szennobrataka Libataya Change in you we have come we do to honor Father we give you praise and glory thank you thank you lord thank you for speaking to us Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for speaking to us. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. Father, we give you praise for the word. Somebody, you're going to be filled. You're being filled. You're being filled with revelation, with rhema, with insight, with knowledge, with understanding. You're being filled right now. You're being filled. You're being filled. Thank you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, from today, we will not treat your word as exotic food for special locations, we will see it as bread for daily consumption. Jesus said I am the bread of life not the cake for special parties we will not only read the Bible on special occasions it's not going to be the cake that we use to celebrate our birthdays and remember our anniversaries and remember naming ceremonies it will be the bread that we eat every day different times every day we will eat bread and fish bread and butter bread and mayonnaise bread and juice bread and beans bread we will eat the bread in its purity whatever form that you give it to us, not with the contamination of culture, not with the nasty ideas, not with the fleshly concepts that pervade our times and our climes, but as the pure food from your heart to ours. Father, right now, I pray for everyone who's struggling with discipline, struggling with structure, struggling to ward off the waves of responsibility, the break free from the piercing tentacles of adult life that is snuffing out their spiritual growth practices and disciplines. Lord, I pray for a fresh release of grace, fresh release of wisdom, accountability, where we'll grow by the word, we'll thrive by the word, we eat the food of champions so that we can walk well, we can run speedily, and we're going to soar to new heights. We give you praise and glory, God. In Jesus' name we're prayed. Somebody say amen, 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 amen. Somebody give God praise in the house. A generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this grown community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org.